0: Hello, and welcome to Home Comfort Tactics. My name is Eric Gans. I'm a certified home energy auditor. I work with the Home Performance with Energy Star program here in Maryland, with PEPCO and BGE. There's a huge void in the way people think about home improvements, and this show is going to fill the hole. I've been all over Maryland doing energy audits, and there is nothing but truth in a Department of Energy's staff. 9 out of 10 homes are under-insulated. I hope that as the Inflation Reduction Act gains momentum, it's going to generate talk about home performance. And our goal is to help you understand what home performance is and how it all makes so much sense. Some of the things you learn on this show, you will be able to do yourself. Others, you're going to need a helping hand. The main thing is that knowing is going to give you a sense of calm and it's going to put you in the driver's seat to success. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. Eric Gans, Certified Energy Auditor in the state of Maryland. There are so many houses that I have been to for an energy audit where during the beginning walkthrough, the owner is super focused on their windows and doors. And I think I know the reason for this. It's because... It's the only possible place you can really see any cracks and crevices that lead to the outside. But there are far worse offenders than those two areas, and they're usually hiding in plain sight. Hello. Welcome to the first episode of my new podcast that basically revolves around teaching some of the basics of building science so that more people can literally get into the driver's seat when it comes to their energy usage and overall comfort around the house. Today I'm going to keep it really simple and I want to stick to a blog post that I wrote that really didn't get much traction online. Not a lot of people have read it, but I do think it's a good one. And basically, as the shadows around the area in Maryland here start to change, and all of the pumpkin spice products start to show up everywhere in the stores, we basically start to know around here that winter's around the corner. So implementing these tips during the nicer weather during the fall here can help you improve your comfort during the cold season so here are five unobvious things that you can do for a cozier home the first thing you can do is target recessed light fixtures and a big question about that is why You know, why do we want to look at those and focus on those if we want to make our house warmer that doesn't make sense but this is a huge building science 101 concept and the reason I like to start with this is if you can grasp this and you start to sort of wrap your head around this then you can apply it to many other things so again back to it why well Recess lights when they were designed and this really goes more so for the older fixtures in homes I mean some of the newer ones are designed a little bit better, but they had a lot of slots and holes So in other words where you plug the bulb in there were just a lot of places that were gateways little holes To the space on the other side. So if the recess light is in an upper floor, and it's living sort of in the attic and there are a bunch of holes and your warm air rises which we all kind of know as we're growing up hot air balloons warm air rises well guess what it goes right up into that recessed light and right through those holes right into the attic and it serves absolutely no purpose So when I talk about, you know, problems that are hiding in plain sight, this is the kind of thing I'm talking about because another reason why this is so critical is because at the top or at the ceiling where that recessed light is living, that's where pressure because warm air in the winter is rising is the greatest. And that's another key principle to building science that I like to explain to people is that. In order for air to move through any type of hole or crack or crevice it needs some force. It needs something to get it there. And when you take warm air rising and you have cold air getting drawn in from underneath and everything is getting pushed upwards, well, guess what? That's a great way to just force that warm air right out into the attic. So, that's the why. How do we fix it? Well. What I always say is, look, if you can get to the recessed light from the attic space, then you should absolutely seal it from up top. That's where you're going to get your best results. Now if you can't for a host of reasons, one, maybe you don't want to go in your attic. Two, maybe the attic space isn't accessible. There's no way to get into it. Or it's just such a small space that you really couldn't get up in there. In that case then you want to look into another option which is an LED retrofit type of kit and I can't really get too much into it in words other than if you think about that recessed light area as a hole as a gateway to the attic then what the kit does is it sort of closes it up and uh, makes that hole go away from the inside of your house so that's kind of all i'll say there you can look into it but basically what it does is it sits flush against the ceiling and it does in a way prevent the air from escaping but it's not hundred percent it's going to be better than what it probably is but once again if you can get it from the top that's the best thing to do Okay. the second thing you want to do before the cold weather sets in if you want to have a more comfortable home this winter is you gotta go around and seal your attic floor so again that's very similar to the concept of sealing your recessed lights anything we can do to prevent warm air from rising and escaping we want to do now when it comes to the attic floor there are usually some really big offenders and big problems that can go a really long way so in other words you don't have to go and You'll cover every square inch of the attic floor, although that is preferable. But if you can only do so much, then you can focus in on those bigger problems. And to name a few, plumbing penetrations. A lot of times you'll have uh, what we call a chase or conduit, where you'll have ducts that run through the house. And they appear at the attic floor, and oftentimes those areas are open, and that allows air to pass through, so those need to be sealed. Uh, other common areas would be around light fixtures, not only recessed lights, but also just standard light fixtures. Another thing that you want to look for is where electrical wires are going through the tops of walls. Those are all great places to start to seal the attic floor. Okay, now a third thing that you can do that is oftentimes overlooked is to pay attention to your ducts. Now I want to sort of put to the side here. I don't think that you need to worry if all of your ducts are inside of your walls. I do get a lot of people that are concerned that, you know, at some point their duct is disconnected in a wall, and that is very unlikely. Um, Usually, you know, the places that you have the biggest problems where ducts get disconnected are in crawl spaces, attics, places that people do sometimes traverse, or there are different things going on. Uh, they're subjected to maybe just a little bit more of the elements so that tape that's holding things together or uh, possibly when the work was being done because it was in extreme conditions it wasn't done exactly right or even could be where it was done to the best of their ability but because of weather changes and things flex and change that you know things get disconnected so the point here is that ducks are a great opportunity especially if they're running outside of the envelope, in the attics, or garages, or basements, or crawl spaces, to just make sure that they're sealed, connected, and that everything is uh, working properly. Because the HVAC system is designed on pressure, and when you have a disconnected duct, not only you're not getting service to whatever duct is disconnected and you're leaking air into possibly an unconditioned space in this example but you're also disrupting the flow to the other supply areas of the house so everything gets thrown off when you know you have that type of problem and the reason why this is so important is believe me i see this all too often And I do think that it's something that really needs to be focused on. Alright, the fourth thing that we want to take a look at here to make the house more comfortable in the winter is we want to uh, treat our attic hatch. Now, one of the things that uh, is happening a lot of times when I go in and I go up and visit attics is that the hatch is either made of a piece of plywood or it could just be a piece of drywall and many many times you'll see uh, just a big loose piece of bat insulation that's sort of draped over top of the hole or the hatch area and it's not really even in contact with the surface of the hatch so it's not really working, it's not really doing anything and the reason this is so critical is believe it or not if your hatch is two by two or two by three however you know big or small it is whatever that total area adds up to if it doesn't have any type of insulation on it then you're actually doing a disservice to the entire area that is insulated so in other words there's studies that are done there's mathematics behind this but when you reduce the insulation in one area to zero and you have it piled up six or seven inches all around well in effect all around you've essentially by having no insulation at one spot you've brought it down to four or three inches depending on the situation and that's just kind of like a a sort of an overall thirty thousand foot up look at it like I said, I've actually done an article, and I'll put a link to it in this podcast if I can remember to do so. But um, what it basically is is doing is it, you can really calculate out how detrimental these, um, you know, areas where there are insulation doesn't exist, namely the attic hatch, that really can um, go a long way towards discomfort and losing energy. And for the final thing on my list that not a lot of people know about, and I do think that it's something that is just goes undetected, and that is a lot of homes, not every home, but a lot of homes have fireplaces. And I'm, I'm really talking mostly about a wood burning fireplace where the chimney sort of you know, goes all the way up and you have the flue, that, uh, the damper that you can open and close and oftentimes the older ones are lived the damper lives closer to where you know you're actually opening and closing and you can see it and then sometimes newer dampers are put in where they're at the very top and you can't really see what's going on in either case in either case what i find is that typically when i run the blower door test and blower door test is a big fan that creates negative pressure on the house. So for every little bit of and I set it up at the door and for every little bit of air that the fan pulls out of the house, it gets replaced by air from the outside. So oftentimes even with the dampers in the, you know, quote unquote closed position, I get air communicating through the chimney down through the damper and into the house so that tells us that you know when that fireplace is not in use and the damper is closed on a cold winter day you're still losing heat from your house up through that chimney so there's a product out there and i don't have a specific brand or name that i recommend but it's called a chimney balloon. And the way I like to describe this to people is it's very similar to one of those blow up water um, rafts. It's a very thick mill plastic and it essentially has a stem that kind of runs off of it. And you can use either a pump or you could blow it up and once you get it inflated you can sort of you know, place it up into the chimney area and then you can really with that stem as it hangs down you can create a very good seal and that way once again when the fireplace is not in use you don't have warm air that is you know, flowing up through that chimney undetected and basically what does that mean? Well that just means that you're losing your energy, you're losing heat, your house is going to feel drafty, you're going to get cold air that comes in to replace it, because again, you know, for every little bit of air that leaves, and this is you know, building science, it gets replaced by air from the outside, so if your warm air escapes, and it's cold outside, guess what happens? Cold air enters, so that's the name of the game, thanks for listening. Again, my name is Eric Gans. I'm a certified home energy auditor in Maryland, and I participate in the BGE and Pepco Home Performance with Energy Star program. I do comprehensive energy audits that also come along with a detailed report, uh, maximized incentives for you, and a prescription for better comfort and measured energy usage savings. And that prescription, you know, usually involves adding insulation, air sealing tightening up ducts, so forth and so on. You can learn much more by visiting my website HomeAirLeakageTest.com. Again, that's HomeAirLeakageTest.com. Thanks again.